When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. All right. What's wrong with Australia? Let's find out. Uh, he's an international cricket guru. Has his own cheer squad. He that travels everywhere India Did goes. Did you see that he was actually part of the presentation of the T20 trophy at Adelaide Oval last week? Well, we say he's the Dave he's Grohl lookalike, but he's bigger than Dave Grohl now. He's a superstar. Well, when you look into the crowds, uh, Barat Sundararson joins us now. Hello, superstar. <laughs> Hello, guys. Yeah, how many World Cup trophies has Dave Grohl lifted out? Exactly. <laughs> now, when have you attracted all this support and these banners for you in the crowd? Is that all for you? Uh, look, I mean, some people have. This is also another word for India. Uh, and it's up to you. I'll leave it up to you. Guess what came first, me or the... No, we we choose to think it's the Bharat (laughs) Army. It's you. That's what we believe. A simple question. Everyone's having their two bobs worth. What went wrong with Australia? Was it the selectors, the coach, the talent? Tell us where they went wrong. No, I think we've seen it in Soccer World Cup so often, right? You pick a team, they win a World Cup. You stick with the same players, same format for another year. It almost feels like the rest of the world has moved on. And you can say this retrospectively. I mean, I was the one who said Australia were favourites before the tournament began mm. uh, because everybody was fit and they seemed to have added to their strength with Tim David and uh, a couple of others as well. But um, Cam Green, another one who did finally come in. Uh, but just seeing how Australia went about their business uh, once everything started, um, you, you, you know, it just took four overs from that New Zealand game to knock them out. Uh, yes, they did win a few games after that, and you could look back and say, hey, they lost only one game. But those first four overs that Finn Allen and New Zealand just went after mm. them, I don't think they ever recovered from that. Mm. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, they're gone. They are. They're not in the semi-finals, And now comes the big question is what happens next with that Australian team? Uh, I think the next World Cup itself is 2024 in, mm. in this format. And they, in Australia don't play another 2020 international before August 2023. Wow. Uh, so you expect a lot of changes. I mean, there's already talk of maybe the fast bowlers will just stick to tests in one-day cricket. Uh, because anyway, the focus now moves on to 50-over cricket. Right? The next big World yeah. Cup comes yeah. up in October next year in India. So uh, T20 will be pushed into the back burner. I expect a completely new look T20 side whenever Australia play in that format next time. Uh, some and a great opportunity for a lot of younger names in the Big Bash. Like suddenly it adds to the importance of the Big Bash. Now, mm. Right? If you perform in the Big Bash, mm. uh, there are lots of vacancies up and down the order. There, bowling, batting, all rounders. So. It's it's in a way it's a good thing. Look, Australia are T20 World Cup champions. They finally got that off their list. They hadn't done that for a long time, and they can now move on, you know, for the next World Cup. So the next time they play, or someone they don the uh, green and yellow in T20, there'll be no Finch, Warner, Wade, Cummins, Stark. Who else? Um, I, 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 you'd think Glenn Maxwell would still be around. Yep. Um, and maybe Josh Hazelwood has become the best T20 fast bowler Australia has seen for a while. 
but a lot of the others, um, you know, uh, would would have moved on. And also, we can't forget that the the, the landscape of world cricket itself is changing so rapidly. Um, come January, we'll have the first ever South African Premier League, then the UAE Premier League. Um, so then the things are going to look very different even when the next World Cup comes around in uh, whatever, 20 months from now. Um, so who knows? <laughs> who, are, who are these players going to be contacted by? Not just Australian, internationally. Uh, would the whole takeover of world cricket by these IPL franchise owners have already taken place? So there's a lot to look forward to, but I see it as just more opportunities for everyone playing cricket in Australia, whatever age group, uh, because like I said, there will be openings, there will be opportunities to don that um, the green and gold and play some international cricket for Australia. Barat, you would have heard the murmurs, murmurs. We don't know if this is factual or not, but people talking about the fact that Australians have fallen out of love with their cricket team. Simon O'Donnell was asked on SEN Breakfast that exact question. The, the, the Langer thing's big in this. Pe- people didn't like how that happened. And Justin Langer was, was much loved as a player and you know, went about his business and he was hard-nosed. And you know, that unceremonious dumping of the coach and the, the player's activity behind the scenes in that, that, that has left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. Do you think it's disenchant- uh, disenfranchised the Australian public? <sighs> Uh, I would say it could stand true for the Western Australian public because we saw that and I heard that as well when I was in Perth for the Australia-Sri Lanka game that a lot of people didn't want to show up because of how Justin Langer was treated. But that's also how uh, parochial different states in Australia are as I have learned since I've moved here. Um, I don't think... I mean, I love Simon O'Donnell, but I don't think it's that well spread. It, it's the same as what happened after Cape Town 2018, right? Yeah. I remember coming here on a tour and... All the talk was we don't want to watch Australian cricket. But then they developed a, 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 a new feel, a new liking for the Australian team. And yeah, Justin Langer, Tim Payne, Aaron Finch all played a big role in it. Uh, but even after Justin Langer was, I mean, or, or Justin Langer and Australia cricket Australia parted ways, when Australia were playing in Pakistan and Sri Lanka, I still saw a lot of interest uh, back home, right? Like while I was on tour. People wanted to know. People were happy with the way Australia performed in Pakistan. People were happy with the way Australia carried themselves in Sri Lanka. So I think it still goes back to just the time of the year in October. People still haven't really warmed Mm. up to cricket. I think if it had started yesterday, right, with the sun out, and like I always say, the people with their thongs on, maybe (laughs) there would have been a little more interest for cricket. Because that's how it works in Australia, right? If the weather is not right, they can't even think about cricket season. That's true. That's true. Here's an easy one. I've just made you an, an Australian selector, retrospectively. Would have you played Richardson over Stark? Uh, no, I wouldn't have. And uh, the only reason for that is, uh, look, you wanted like early, quick wickets and you wanted a quick game. Mm. That was the only way Australia would have even had a chance. Eventually, it didn't make sense anyway because England went on to win. Uh, rather comfortably, but um, you know, it, it was strange the way they used Mitch Stark throughout the tournament. You know, he, he's been a new ball uh, enforcer for 10 years, and before the tournament, they decided, no, 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 we want to use him in the middle overs and changed his role. And I, I remember asking him about this after the Ireland game in Brisbane, uh, and he spoke about how he had to change his lens, and he, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to come out and complain about it. But you could sense, I mean, he would have preferred having the new ball, which is which he was used to having for so long. So already his role was kind of strange in, during the World Cup. And then, you know, last minute they decide maybe they want someone who could 
probably provide a little more control for them. So it, it, it was a bit of like, like it was a gamble. It didn't pay off. Again, mm. uh, Richardson could have taken two wickets and three balls mm. right at the start of his spell. Catches went down. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. You know, I thought Stark is the end for. So I would have even given him the new ball in that game. Just try to rock these Afghans early, uh, and it, ha- it didn't work out. Like I think it summed up Australia's campaign last year. Everything they tried worked. Right, Matthew Wade as finisher, the fast bowlers from the test team playing T20 cricket in the UAE, everything worked. This year, everything they tried, whether it was Tim David, whether it was um, uh, you know Mitchell Stark in the middle overs, whether it was Steve Smith in the last game, nothing worked out. So mm. you know it was one of those campaigns, those forgettable campaigns. So Barat, if the T20 World Cup was a hard sell, do we just take it as a natural that it's the old rivalry, Australia and England, in a one-day international, which one days have been hard to sell as well, <laughs> that we just click in now? I would be very surprised, and honestly, like I, I don't sound, like to sound very pessimistic, but because 50 over cricket has struggled as a yeah, format, it has. But when they start off, like, what is the awareness around this one-day series? How many people in Adelaide know that there is a game on mm. the 17th? The old rivals, Australia and England, yep. not too many. I mean, not too many people were aware that the World Cup was on. But now mm. that Australia knocked out, also, um, I don't know how you're going to generate that kind of interest for 50 over cricket. Um, hopefully, look, the weather is good that day. But also, if the weather is good in Australia, everybody runs to the beach, not the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a challenge as well. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and it's it's not the most exciting of Test summers either. At least the start. South Africa will be a great series. West Indies, just the way they've been performing these days. The first two Tests, yeah. So it's it's we we'll have to wait till I think the middle to late of uh, the latter half of December for cricket season to really pick up this year. Yeah, All right, okay. who wins the World Cup now? Oh, it just, it, the stars are just pointed towards an India-Pakistan final again. Yeah. I said this after that first incredible game at the MCG. Then I thought, well, how can Pakistan ever come back? But that's what Pakistan do, right? They shock people all the time. Um, so I think it's all pointed towards an India-Pakistan final. I just have a sneaky feeling, just the way things have gone for India this time, it could well be, I didn't have them as favourites at all. I had South Africa as favourites, to be honest. And look what happened to them yesterday at the hands of the Dutch. So, uh, I'm, I think India have enough and things going their way for them to go win. But Pakistan are just peaking and they're just looking more and more dangerous by the day. Gee, how good would that be? The MCG would be rocking mm. 100,000 fans there. That would be crazy. Hey, as always, Barat, we really appreciate uh, your time today and your wonderful insight. No worries at all, guys. I'll go enjoy the sun. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.